It's Friday, folks, the best day of the week. This is Dave Bauer, marketing analyst for Provimi. And before we start the weekend, I'll recap some pork industry and market highlights, and I'll also list some of the things to think about as we prepare for next week. USDA released their weekly pork exports on Thursday, a marketing year high, totaling 55,900 metric tons. China again was the biggest buyer, purchasing 71% of the total and their highest weekly bookings for the year. And the real sauce to the weekly report, the weekly shipments, were again strong at 39,200 metric tons, down just 2.5% from last year. China was again responsible for over 40% of those shipments, and even though prices in China have trended lower so far this year, at 34.031 per kilogram on Wednesday, or roughly $2.5 a pound U.S., they are still just 11% off their record high of 40.121 per kilogram from last November. We also saw February monthly pork exports released earlier in the week, and they were 51.5% over last year and the third largest monthly export of all time. The combined imports of China and Hong Kong were up 510% over last year, and after being lower year over year from August through December of 2019, this combo has now been higher year-over-year year for the second month in a row. For prices this past week, cash trends that supported futures a week ago have fallen hard this week, putting a lid on the retracement rally in June hog futures at 44% of the $30 per hundredweight drop of the past three weeks. The hoarding rush on meat has subsided, and under that, we've exposed a backlog of pork prepared for the quick service industry, and we as consumers can't cook all that bacon and sausage for dinner, so we have a pile of pork products to eat through. The processing industry is also being challenged with keeping their doors open amidst a growing number of positive corona tests, but are working hard to keep chain speed running as fast as they can. A 30% drop in pork prices in the past two weeks will cause hog futures to back and fill in the near term. As for what this does for forward profitability, as someone that looks at forward returns every day, I caution anyone that will take the current forward future structure with all its challenges and extrapolate that out for months or a year forward. This is not a fair assumption of revenue as the forward curve, in my opinion, is unrealistic. Using an historical basis against current futures is also misleading. If there's a glimmer of hope that I see as a market analyst, Thursday's midday high in the Dow at 23,997 surpassed the 50% retracement level of the past five-week 11,000-point, 38% drop. And although the Dow isn't impervious to all the normal market impacts, I do think it's the bellwether to consumer and trader sentiment. And what should we be thinking about for next week? Well, the packer has forewarned its suppliers to be ready to slow late-phase performance in their finishing units if they are forced to slow chain speed. And I said if, as currently, they've been able to keep things rolling. But make certain that you're doing your due diligence and do things like focus on creating better production efficiency in your system, be prepared to slow that performance, lean on your suppliers for help in planning and coordinating in the weeks ahead, and create your team for success. These are unusual times and it will pay dividends to be well prepared. In summary, at Provimi we strive to give you the information you need to run a more precise pork system. 
So if you have questions on this week's recap or want to discuss something I didn't cover, reach out to me by clicking on the Ask Dave button on your Feedstuffs Precision Pork Podcast landing page. Thanks for listening and plan today for tomorrow's success.